The NFL schedule has been unveiled. We got something to work with. We got something to talk about. Philadelphia Eagles 2020. Let's get into it. So I, I would say first glance, the first eight games are probably a little bit easier than the final eight games. But, but, if you've been watching the Eagles last two years, you would know that the first half of the season has been a lot more of a struggle than the second half. So, last two years, the Eagles have gone 10-6 and six and 9-7, and seven respectively. And in each of those first 10 to 12 games, didn't start off too hot. So last year, started 5-7 and seven before winning the last four games to claim the NFC East. And in the year prior, they were 5-1 and one to close the season after a 4-6 and six start. So actually, they went, what, 9-7 and seven the last two? That oh, was 9-7 and seven the last two years. So there you go. Um, yeah, so I screwed up on the 10-6. and six. My apologies. But... You get the point. The Eagles have not stormed out of the gates since 2017. And they need to get off to a better start in 2020 if they want to hoist that Lombardi trophy again. All right. So let's take a look at the slate. Let's take a look at the opponents. Now, I feel like the Eagles open the season with Washington every year, and I looked into it. It's been three of the last four years. It's in Washington again. So here's your first four games. When, it, when I look at the slate and I try to make predictions, I kind of like to go four games at a time. And then you look at the four games and you kind of pick out, you know, what the record might be. So first four games for the Birds at Washington in week one. The Rams at home. So the Rams have to travel all the way across the country. We'll see what's going on with this coronavirus. So, you know, if if, if things are kind of dialed down by then, I, I, I have my own thoughts on what I think might happen. You know, I, I basically think that we're going to play the entire season without fans. Um, I, from what I'm understanding, from what I'm hearing, there are three waves to the coronavirus. We might have a leniency for the summer where, you know, we can – uh, go outside and, and do some of the things that we haven't been doing doing since March 11th, since sports went out. Uh, so my belief is that by the time September rolls around and if the coronavirus gets bad again, I don't think we're having fans. But we need to start making money. Uh, the country, its economy needs to get going. So I, I, I think... Uh, for the for the even the mental psyche uh, for everybody in the United States, just having some form of entertainment that is the National Football League, um, I, I think it would be important. So I think we're going to have no fans in the stands. If there are fans in the stands, I wonder what they're going to do because if you're still practicing social distance, distancing measures measures, easy for me to say, if you're still practicing that. You cannot have 70,000 70, people inside one, one, one stadium. Easy for me to say again. I can't even get it out. But, you know, everybody's bundled up next to each other. You're going to have to have social distancing in the stands. You're going to have to have, what, maybe a third of your normal capacity because you can't have everybody sit next to each other. It's going to have to spread out like three seats apart. Anyway, back back to the schedule. 
at Redskins, Rams at home, Bengals at home, 49ers on the road. That's a Sunday night football game. We could be looking at a 3-0 and start for the Burts. But the problem is, it's never that easy. It's never that easy, this team, especially the last two years. Uh, Doug Peterson's first year, however, you know, 2017, they got off to the to the hot start. Uh, they only lost in, in week two before, what, they lost again in to Seattle. It was like week 12, and then they lost the finale, which was a meaningless game. Doug's first season with Philadelphia, they I believe they started 3-1. and one. So and they actually got off to good starts in 2016-2017 before – you know, faltering in 2016, 2017, you won the Super Bowl, but it's been the last two years it's been the problem. So I'd say the first three games, the Eagles will probably start 3-1. and one. They'll probably lose the game in San Francisco. But, hey, listen, you know, it's like I'm making predictions here based on home and away. Uh, we don't know how many fans are going to be in the stands. We don't know what it's going to be like. So is there really going to be – a home field advantage this year in the NFL if if there are no fans in the stands or if there are limited people in the stands. I got 3-1 for the Eagles, the first four. Then it gets a little bit difficult these next two games because you got a clash with the AFC North. That's the division they're seeing in, in the AFC this year. So Pittsburgh on the road, that's going to be difficult. And then they host the Ravens, uh, obviously the NFL's best record last year. Uh, Giants at home. And then the Cowboys at home, Sunday Night Football. I'm going to guess they probably split those two games. They could go one and three because I know how they start this year, you know, how, how they start the season. But I'm going to say two and two. So that's that's five and three so far over the first eight games of the season. All right. Let's take a look at the next four. Eagles at Giants. Eagles at Browns. Seahawks at Philadelphia, Eagles at Packers. Giants and, and Browns, they look like gimmies, but I don't think they're going to be gimmies because the Giants, well, the Eagles have had their way against the Giants in recent years, so we'll see. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's in East Rutherford, New Jersey. We'll see. The Browns, I think, are going to be better than people think this year. So I, I have this theory in the NFL that the team that's supposed to surprise always surprises the year after. The Browns last year were supposed to be that team. Baker Mayfield was supposed to be that guy to take the next step in his career. That defense was being built. And then they faltered. They fell flat on their face. Now nobody's talking about Cleveland. Flying under the radar. Nobody's talking about Baker Mayfield. They have something to prove. And this is why you know this theory kind of rings true in the NFL sometimes. You have a young and upcoming team that starts to feel themselves. They disappoint, but because hunger gets built within the franchise and the team based on you know the, the embarrassment of the season, all of a sudden you see that team take the step the following season. So that game in Cleveland, it looks like a W, but it's not an automatic W, and neither is the one in New York. So what I'm going to say is they're probably going to split uh, these four games as well. Eagles at Packers. That's the game they'll probably lose, even though they, they beat the Packers last year in Green Bay. Very impressive win. Seattle, Philadelphia hosting Seattle. E Eagles never beat Seattle. This is like something that never happens. 
Never happens. But maybe they finally beat Seattle. All right, so where are we at? We're at 7-5 and five on the season. Saints at Eagles. So this closes a brutal three-game stretch here. Seahawks at Philadelphia. Eagles at Packers. Saints at Eagles. That's a tough three-game stretch, and that's really going to define the season because in Week 16, you have Dallas in Dallas. That could d- decide the division. So Saints at Eagles. Saints are another team that the Eagles normally kind of have trouble with. You have Eagles at Cardinals. Cardinals, I think, are probably going to be a little bit better than people think. I, I-, I can see them maybe winning eight games, nine games even. The addition of DeAndre Hopkins, the offense, Cliff Kingsbury, I I thought surprised a little bit last year. You know, that could be a tough game. Uh, Eagles at Cowboys for the division in Big D. Oh, boy. That's got an L circled on it. So here's the deal. That Eagles-Saints game and this Eagles-Seahawks game, here's the way I kind of feel. If they split these two, they, if they beat the Seahawks or the Saints, I'm thinking they go 10 and 6. 10 and 6 looks like the, the reasonable outcome here. So we're at what? 7 and 5. Let's let's fill out the rest of the schedule. So I had them what? I guess I had them losing the Seattle. We'll say that they're gonna beat the Saints. Um, and we'll say that they close three and one. No, they're gonna lose to the Cowboys. They're going to beat the Saints. Yeah, lose to the Cowboys, beat the Redskins, beat the Cardinals. That gets them to 10-6 and six on the season. That game in Big D, we'll see about that one uh, because I, I'm, I'm sure Dallas is going to probably be uh, better this season. New coach, um, I, you know, you, you're breaking the routine that's been Jason Garrett. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll see about Dallas. I think Dallas is probably going to be – uh, a little bit motivated this year. Um, I'm sure they're going to be pretty good. They had a really good draft, really good offseason. So I'm, I'm thinking they're probably going to win 10 games around there as well. Might even win 11. So maybe the team that wins the NFC East wins 11 games this year. We'll see. Um, but early thoughts on the slate, it's it's not really that easy. Um, they've got some tough opponents. You play the AFC North. You know, you got the Ravens, and, and I, I think the Steelers are going to bounce back this year with, with Big Ben there. You, that defense is suffocating. So there you go. Those are my thoughts on the Eagles 2020 uh, NFL schedule. So um, there you have it. I got the Eagles going 10-6. and six. I, I guess first glance, you know, that might be good enough to win the division. We'll see about that. I got them splitting against Dallas. So, um, there you have it. I am Adrian Fedku here with uh, Fox Sports The Gambler, Eagles Insider, uh, also with Philly Influencer. So, you can check out my stuff on the website. Uh, I post these videos on there. So, um, I had something on the schedule yesterday, and I wrote an article earlier in the week. I forget what I wrote it about. Oh, I did something on uh, Andy Dalton signing with the Cowboys. Uh, So, you can check out that stuff on on Philly Influencer if, if you'd like. Um, also, check me out every Monday and Friday on the Daily Ticket. That's um, an iHeartRadio station, so you can download the iHeartRadio app and, and listen to it on a stream if you'd like. 
uh, because not everybody's in Philadelphia. Not everybody can get the signal. So I go live with Sean every Friday, every Monday and Friday at five. Uh, so make sure to tune into that. All right. Those are my thoughts for the schedule. I'm out of here. I'm Adrian FedQ. Peace.